Good morning to you. It is really good to see you. I'm Dan Seid, senior pastor here at Hillside. And today we get to do one of the most joyful things we get to do as a church family. We get to baptize two people. We get to, yeah, you can actually celebrate that. That's right. This is something to celebrate. We're welcoming two people who are already members of our community deeper into the life of the church by baptizing them. And the two are Sophia Arguelles. She is the daughter of Jesus and Brittany Arguelles. They're right there. Why don't you stand up so people can see you? Yeah. And then Kaylee DeYoung. She is the daughter of Matt and Kara DeYoung. They're right here. Why don't you stand so people can see who you are? Yeah. Before I bring these two baptized ease up, I want to talk just for a few minutes about baptism. Absolutely magnificent ceremony and ritual. Baptism is a many-sided diamond. has all sorts of glorious edges and meanings. But most basically, when we're baptized, we are demonstrating that we are united to King Jesus. We're demonstrating that we are in him, where there is peace, and where there is power, and where there is no condemnation, because as Romans 8 says, we are living in his spirit. Baptism dramatizes that we have died with Jesus, and now we have risen to new life in the power of the spirit with him. Lives that follow the pattern of his own life, which was a joyful life of fierce commitment to his Father's will. Baptism says that from here on out, we are living with Jesus in his presence, by his power, for his purposes, to the very end. And what's more, when we're baptized, we are also demonstrating that we are united to his family. Baptism is a commitment to a local church. And therefore, when we're baptized, we're saying that for the rest of our lives, we're going to stay committed to a local church. With our fellow brothers and sisters, we're going to bear light. We're going to give expression to his personhood through practical service and gracious words. When we're baptized, which we do just once, we're saying that we are going to be an active participant in God's mission in the world, the home base of which is the local church. And that's why baptism is so thrilling. And that's why I hope that as the years go on, we baptize scores and scores and scores of people. We want to be a church here at Hillside in which numerous people, year after year after year, they hear the good news which is the story of Jesus from his pre-existence to his eventual return to reign and to judge. We want to be a church where scores and scores of people hear that gospel, that good news. They believe it. They throw themselves into it. They give their allegiance to that king, and then they're baptized, joining him and joining us in a new light-bearing life. So baptisms this morning. As you'll see, the ceremony involves some promises. It involves promises from the two baptizees. It also involves promises from us, the church family. 
So let's hear baptism's call, and let's respond to it as a family of faith. These are Jesus' words from Matthew 28, starting at verse 18 and following. Our Lord says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. We're going to start with Sophia. Sophia, come on over here. You can join me over here. Sophia is 13 years old. She attends the Orinda Intermediate School. And uh, I just want to say, I want to tell you how I first became aware of you. It was about a, a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago or so, and I had just become acquainted with your parents. I sort of met the two of you. We were in line for some kind of event, some kind of event here. I can't remember what it was. Realized we had a Davis connection. And then I had mentioned to Allison that I had met the Arguelleses. And she said, oh, Sophia. Sophia is in my Riptide small group because Allison was serving as a small group leader a year ago. And I remember her saying, Sophia is a wonderful person. It was the first time you entered my consciousness. And since then, over a few little conversations, I've discovered that to be true. You have a wonderful spirit to you. Um, you have uh, prepared a short testimony to share with us. And would you like to share it now? Okay. Um, hello, my name is Sophia, and this is my testimony. For almost all of my life, I put God aside and convinced myself that I could just follow him when I was older. I didn't have a desire to get to know him and wasn't even sure if he was real. But then, during the early summer of 2022, a package that was addressed to me was sitting on the wooden steps of my family's Truckee house. Little did I know it would help start my journey with Jesus. The package contained a book called Surviving Religion 101 by Michael J. Kruger, but after I read the preface, I put it aside and forgot about it. Later, at the start of the school year, I had decided after an influential talk with my junior camp counselor to compose a list of all the things that were coincidences to see if this whole Christianity thing was like not just a myth, but the truth. The list slowly evolved into a 59 bullet point evidence note sheet that not only provide, pro proved to me that God was real, but how he is working in my life to this day. After point 59, yeah, I know it took a while, um, I decided that I should give Surviving Religion 101 a chance and to follow Jesus with my heart, mind, soul, and strength. God has continually given me more reasons to believe in him, and I'm just like so happy. Absolutely wonderful. Praise God for what you shared about what God has done for you and Jesus. We can go over to the baptistry now. Sophia, I have three questions for you. First of all, do you repent of your sins, confessing Christ as your Lord and Savior, and now do you aim to live as his faithful disciple? I do. Sophia, will you devote yourself to Scripture to spiritual companionship, 
to communion with your fellow believers and to prayer. And lastly, empowered by God's Holy Spirit, will you seek to participate fully in the life of this congregation while you're here to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? Sophia, you're blessed because you have parents who love Jesus. They have modeled for you faithful commitment uh, to our King. So you got a great start. But let me say this, church family, you know, the responsibility of raising a teen to love Jesus uh, for a lifetime is too heavy for parents to bear alone. And since we're members of one another in the fellowship of this church, the responsibility of caring for Sophia from here on out rests on all of us. We all share in that. So church family, here's my question for you. In receiving Sophia into our family as a baptized member in a new way, will you as community members of Hillside Covenant do your part by word and deed with love and prayer to guide and nurture Sophia, encouraging her to know and follow Christ and caring for her as God's own? If so, say, with God's help, we will. With God's help, we will. Let's pray together. God, our creator and redeemer, you have called us from death to new life. We thank you for your saving love in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We thank you for this sacrament of grace, what it means for this church. Father, as we baptize Sophia with water, we pray that you would baptize her with the Holy Spirit. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we reached the big moment. <laughs> Sophia, based on your confession of faith, in obedience to the word of God, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Next, we have Kaylee DeYoung. So Kaylee, you can join me in the baptistry. <laughs> Kaylee is 13 years old. She attends Pleasant Hill Middle School. And you're, you're 13. How long have you been 13? Like just a few hours, because today is your birthday. I, right? yeah. Pretty amazing. Um, I want to say it's just been a real joy to get to know you. Our family and the Young family have been in a birdhouse, little nickname for, for home groups here at Hillside, over the last year. And as we got together, it was a joy just to kind of get to know you a little bit, kind of see you and learn something about this wonderful heart that you have. And uh, so it's just a joy to know you and uh, be your pastor. Uh, like Sophia, you have a word of testimony to share with your church family. So would you like to do that? Mm -hmm. 
Hi, my name is Kaylee. I grew up in the church and I've known who God is my whole life. I grew up hearing stories of Jesus' crucifixion and the miracles he performed and how God created the world, but I never really knew how important he was in my life. Now that I'm older and go to middle school, I've been recognizing him in my life more and more. I've come to really get to know him and understand that being a Christian is believing that Jesus died on the cross to save me. It's such a good feeling to know that I don't have to be perfect to be accepted by God and that I'm never alone because he's always with me. Being part of God's family is the most special thing that's ever happened to me and I'm getting baptized today to show that I love God and I want to spread his word and follow him for the rest of my life. Praise the Lord. I just, I just love what you shared. That's right. The Christian life is about enjoying God's forgiveness in Jesus. And then it's about living a brand new life, following Jesus uh, as one of his followers, as one of his apprentices. And you really understand that. I think that's wonderful. Uh, I got three questions for you. Here's the first one. Kaylee, do you repent of your sins, confessing Christ as your Savior and Lord? And do you now aim to live for him as his faithful disciple. I do. Kaylee, will you devote yourself to scripture, to spiritual companionship, to communion with your fellow believers and to prayer? I do. Empowered by God's own spirit, God's personal empowering spirit, will you seek to participate fully in the life of this congregation while you're here, to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. I do. Again, uh, church family, you know, forming a, a teenager or anyone to, to love Jesus, to belong to him, and to his purposes for a lifetime is a heavy responsibility. And it's one that Kaylee's parents have, but it's one that we all have to share in. And so um, I want you to know that we all have a role in this. Some of us do this directly, like uh, the Riptide youth team. Some of us do this indirectly. When we throw ourselves into our ministries, we indirectly help raise Kaylee to love Jesus. But here's my question for you. Will you, as community members of Hillside Covenant Church, will you do your part by word and deed, with love and prayer, to guide and nurture Kaylee, encouraging her to know and follow Christ, and caring for her as Christ's own? If so, say, with God's help, we will. With God's help, we will. Let's pray together. God, our creator and redeemer, we thank you for your saving love in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We thank you for the sacrament of grace. As we baptize Kaylee with water, we pray that you would baptize her with the Holy Spirit. And it's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Well, Kaylee, based upon your confession of faith in obedience to the word of God, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, you can go ahead, grab a seat. What an amazing Sunday to see Sophia and Kaylee get baptized. How cool was that? Whoa! 
Also, you got a very special sneak peek into the heart of some teenagers about what God is doing in their life. And I am very blessed to be able to work with Sophia and Kaylee and get to see how God is working in their lives. Wow, it is so cool. So if you want to ever join us in middle school ministry, you got Sophia and Kaylee. All right, yeah. All right, anyways. Well, we also know here at Hillside that God is at work in all of our lives. So we want to conclude our time together with a God at work moment. And uh, we've been doing our series journey to Jerusalem. We've been following Jesus along stops and teachings and interactions with people on his march to Jerusalem, where ultimately he will give his life, but then three days later he'll rise from the dead. And we know that in series like this, God is at work through the messages that happen. But we also know God is at work in our lives just as we live our lives. And so for a moment, just briefly, if you're sitting here and you would like to share with your church family of how God might be working in your life, we're going to open it up to you. So I have the mic. I'll run to you. I won't run. I will walk briskly to you and uh, you can share. Are you waving at me to go first? Okay, Ron, here we go. Say, say your name too. Okay. Good morning. I'm Ron Tosto. Uh, a lot of you don't see me because I'm usually in the back dressed in black in a hole. Um, so... Interesting week. Uh, sorry, camera people. I'll stand still. <laughs> um, Drya texted me on Tuesday. Matt is sick. Um, can you help with all the pre-production that we do, which is getting the order service from the staff meeting, getting it into the system, getting the songs together. Oh, by the way, we have God at work, and our first baptism in the pool since before the pandemic. So no pressure and we never have streamed it before. <laughs> so no problem, we're working through the week. Uh, I tell Dryad, no problem, I'll, I will come in Friday afternoon, we will finish all the preps. And uh, even the time for God at work in the order of service, and I just went in and Dryad said, is this the real order of service? This is how I started. I was already overwhelmed. There's a lot of work. If you don't realize how much the staff puts in the, during the week, spend one week with them and you'll have a wonderful appreciation. So uh, I came home, you know, unloaded on my wife of Holy crap, I have no idea what Sunday's gonna look like. Um, the songs are there. There's one song that's got five versions in the system and I have no idea and I haven't been able to talk to John. <laughs> um, for no reason, you know, my wife and I got a, just a little bit of a misunderstanding with each other yesterday as things happen. And I come home, or I'm coming to church this morning and I'm like, okay, I can feel it. It's a baptism. 
um, the enemy is working. I park in the back. I come through this door. <clears throat> John says, good morning, Ron. I have laryngitis. And I look at the pool, and it wasn't quite at the level it needs to be for a baptism. And that was how I walked in this morning. But funny enough, because he had laryngitis, and I'm here setting up the camera, which still didn't go the way I wanted it, but hopefully everybody enjoyed at least seeing it with a little square and a little circle in the screen. <laughs> but Catherine basically sank a solo. Amazing grace. My chains are gone. And so it doesn't really matter if it's to the Ron perfection, or even the Ron okay, what God is looking for us um, is our commitment and relationship to him. And then sometimes in the day-to-day, -day, for those of us, especially that are perfectionists, it is just, it, we forget. It's not what it looks like on the screen, on the live stream, or if we followed the service, order or service, or if we even had all the words for the verses, which I don't know if we did or didn't. But at some point when I heard that, which was at rehearsal, so I always, which is always a great thing. You get to hear all the songs twice or three times. And so God at work is letting God work. And that was the reminder I had to get this morning. Thank you. Oh. I have two things, and I'll, I'll try to be brief. One, I'd like to offer thanks to our, our friend, Rich Cordes, who will be uh, leaving here to go to Arizona uh, this coming week. Rich, you've meant so much to so many of us. All of the guys that are in the group, if you'd stand up for a second and just acknowledge Rich. Um, those of us that are here, we meet every Wednesday morning, almost every Wednesday morning, and Rich has been our leader for several years, and we appreciate it and we love you. Uh, you and Bobby and Carrie will have a great adventure in Arizona. And my wife, Judy, and I are on a, on a journey right now. She's uh, in the middle of her radiation treatments, uh, she has only two more to go, and on Wednesday morning, I'll be with her and not with the group, so that's why I won't be there, Rich, otherwise I would be. Um, Judy is doing great. She had a lumpectomy surgery, which was successful. They found no uh, cancer in the, beyond the tumor, uh, which was very small, and get your mammograms um, because it saved your life. And right now she's in preventive treatment, which is radiation therapy. She was given the minimum amount, five uh, sessions, and we've done three already. So there's just Monday and Wednesday, and then she's done with that. And our Thanksgiving will be very special this year. And so 
to all of you who have held her up in prayer. I thank you. And God has been with us the whole way through. Thank you, Stephen. Well, I was one of those teenagers with his head underwater under Tom, but that, that's not why I'm sharing. Um, so I just wanted to bring you a greeting from Daniel Cisse. Many of you remember Daniel, our former um, worship leader. Alan Pennebaker. Alan, give a wave if they don't know you. Alan and I were able to go to Sierra Leone, spend about nine days there, just got back a couple days ago and saw many ministries that um, Daniel's involved in and mentorships in music and um, orphanages and schools that are being built by both Daniel and his family. We met three or four family members and they're all contributing to these um, educational facilities out in villages and stuff. We kind of went all over Sierra Leone and saw a lot of what he was doing and brought greetings from Hillside in some locations because whenever you visit there, they want to hear from the people who are from far away. And we weren't ready for that and all of a sudden Daniel would say, you gotta, you gotta bring a word in like 30 seconds. It's like, okay, any particular theme? You know? <laughs> um, but, but we pulled it off and had a good time. But he wanted uh, us to greet Hillside and say that he misses everybody and um, he's back home now in uh, Delaware. So thank you. I hesitate to share, especially because what we've heard is so sublime, and I pretty much major in the ridiculous. <laughs> well, and to make a long story sh a little bit longer, but not by much, I had the kind of week where there's the verse says, be still and know that I am God. I kept thinking, be still and know that I've got this. So when I was still, I tried to remember that God had this. Now, while I'm sitting here in church, this is where the kind of the ridiculous part where people wonder about me. <laughs> um, this morning, I was wide awake enough to find my favorite jewelry that I like to wear. And it's all, and I was thinking about its symbolism. Like this ring here, I found in a, in a bowl of staple removers at my mom's house after we went through her stuff. And there's a broken stone in it. And that's how I felt when I lived there. But it reminds me that God, but I know that God loved me even then. Then I went to King's Jewelers, free advertisement. Go now, they're having a sale. <laughs> I was going to put together some scrap stuff to make, you know, to make, a, you know, another piece of jewelry. And then Marielle showed me this garnet and these beautiful sapphires. And I said, this is what, this is how much God loves me now. That he can, he's creating something beautiful. And along those lines, I had two pieces that one I wasn't using and another piece that went through the washing machine and I lost half of it. <laughs> I live an interesting life. <laughs> and they put it together. So it's, it's the pendant that I'm wearing now. And it shows me that God redeems everything. 
So that's my story. Thank you, wow. We have time for one more. Okay. Hi, my name is Jim Morphy. I have a friend who is homeless. I met him by going to the dog park in Martinez, which is right next to the homeless camp called Camp Hope. And this fellow, interesting guy, fortunately he had a dog, that's why we meet and our dogs love one another. He told me once, he's very hard, his heart is very hardened. And he told me once that humans invented religion because they're the only species that knows they're gonna die. And I, <laughs> I took that in, I kept that for a while. I've always been looking for a way to reach this guy. And the other night we were texting back and forth. He was complaining about a person at the camp and he complains about almost all the people at the camp. And he said, someday that guy is going to run into the wrong person and say something like that, and he's going to get hurt. And I've been looking for a way to reach him. And I said, well, I will pray for him, whoever he is. And he texted back these big laughing faces. And he said, I'll pray that he gets hit by a bus. I said, oh, I've got you praying now. <laughs> so that was the little breakthrough that I was looking for. <laughs> well, God is at work in the most mysterious ways. Okay, I'm going to bring up Dan Seitz for the benediction. Let's stand in just one quick refrain. Praise God. Go and have a seat. Just got a couple more quick items before we let you go. Two uh, bits of family business. One that's really sweet, one that's a little bittersweet. And Tom actually scooped the bittersweet one. Uh, Rich and Bobby Cordes are moving out of the area. This is bittersweet. Exciting for them because they feel God's leading there, but sad for us because these two mean so much 
to us. So Rich and Bobby, would you come up here? We're going to pray a blessing. Bobby's not here, so you will stand in for both. And then uh, Jack and Jenny, would you come up? I'm going to miss you so much. You, you have meant so much. I, I've been here a year and a half, and you have already left your grooves of blessing in me. And I'm going to miss you so much. But we're so excited that God has, is, is leading you. You've responded to his leading, and you're going to be the source of blessing to a new community in Arizona, and we're excited for those people. I've asked Jack and Jenny, two of your many friends here at Hillside, and uh, two of your spiritual companions. Over many years, you have leaned into the leading of the living Lord Jesus shoulder to shoulder with these two, among others. So I thought it'd be appropriate for them to, to offer a, a parting blessing. I'm going to start just by saying a few things about Rich and Bobby that I think are important that everybody know. Um, if I think of one word that makes me think of Rich and Bobby, it's love. And sitting in the fifth row here on the end, you could see them cozying up together and just their love for one another. And they shared that love with oh so many people here. Bobby's not here, but I bet she may be listening online and watching us live stream. And I want Bobby to know we love her. And the two of you have left an indelible mark on Hillside. And we will miss you, miss you, miss you. You've been leaders in leading the men's ministry on Wednesday mornings, Rich, Bobby reading it, leading a table at Oasis. And they've just been very special friends um, and, and spiritual companions in our small group for 10 years. So we are going to miss them desperately. And Jack's going to say a prayer. And uh, please hold out your hands as we bless Rich and Bobby. <clears throat> oh, dear Lord, uh, thank you so much for having blessed us with Rich and Bobby these last 20 years. Uh, they are such faithful servants, Lord, and we have, we have been rich, enriched as a church and as a congregation by the way they love us, Lord, by their, their peaceful continence, and by the example of what it means to be faithful servants of you, Lord, and the way they conduct themselves and the friendships they've formed here. But, Lord, we know that now you've called them, Lord, to, uh, to move. And uh, it's always sad when a family member moves to someplace else. And that someplace else is, is Queens Creek, Arizona. So not, not way far away, but they won't be with us every day. And so, Lord, um, we... Uh, we just ask that you bless Rich, Bobby, and Carrie. Give them courage, Lord, as they deal with the sadness of saying goodbye. Lord, give them uh, travel mercies and moving mercies. May they have a smooth transition into their new home. Lord, may you bless them with many new friends. And may, uh, may you also bless them with a new church family that will bless them and that will receive them as uh, the wonderful blessing they will bring to that church the way they have blessed us for so many, many years. So, dear friends, you go with, with God's speed. You will always be part of Hillside's heart. Amen. All right, that was the bittersweet part, but now's the, the sweet part. Sophia and Kaylee, would you come up here? We want your church family to see you dry 
we want to say um, we love you two. Do we not love these two, Hillside? We consider you both gifts from God to us. We consider our church to be stronger because of your identification with it. And we can't wait to see you continue to grow up, continue to discover your gifts, and we can't wait to see the contribution you make to our Be Light in the World mission. But we are so grateful to have you so deep in the heart of this church. We got little, little bouquets for you so people will know who you are and they can greet you before they leave. Yeah. Just stay here. And then Stephen is going to pray uh, a blessing on you. Let's pray. God, thank you for the wonderful work you are doing in the life of Sophia, of Kaylee. Lord, what a bold step they have made today, proclaiming in front of their family, their friends, this church, that they are full on followers of you. God, the work that you are doing in their life, just the hearing their testimonies of how Sophia is finding ways that you are real, God, continue to add to that list of 59. May it not stop at 59. May it just keep going and going of all of the ways that you are real and evident and trustworthy and true in her life and in this world. Lord, thank you for Kaylee and what she said about how she is just growing in this re realizing that you are always with her and you love her so much. May she just continue to exude that love around her. Thank you for this decision that they made to be baptized, to partake in something that you yourself did on this earth. And may this just be a great memory, a milestone marker, and a journey of faith for both of them. Bless them. Bless us today in your awesome, awesome name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, what a rich, rich morning. Don't forget the prayer ministers will be here and ready to pray for you if you would like uh, their ministry today. Stand up for your benediction. May you go in God's overflowing joy and peace. God bless you. We'll see you next week.